first of all, uh, when when is when is Chili Whack taking the stage? Isn't that Canada's best rock band? Gone so long. Do you know their songs? I love Chili Whack. That's a great tune. That's a great tune. So I think of Canadian rock. I think of Chili Whack. You know it's Chili Whack, right? No, I had no idea. <laughs> It's Chilliwack. All right. Thank you, Mo. Hey, give the guys from Chilliwack my best. See you, Rod. This is the Rod Peterson Show. You don't mess around with Chilliwack. I'm not even a rock guy, and I love Chilliwack. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show, everybody, on this Monday. First show of May. And, man, are things bumping across this country, particularly in this town. We're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Calgary's entertainment destination. It's been fantastic, and there's a lot to get to today. Stanley Cup playoffs opening tonight. We're coming out of the NFL draft weekend. Three Canadians went. The Canadian football draft goes on Tuesday. I was at the Cavalry game yesterday. Ole, ole, ole. Duh, duh, Cavs. I'm in, man. I'm in it to win it. And we've got a CFL grade here. Champion. Keon Raymond, if we can get him on the screen. Key, thanks for coming down to the RP Show. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys having me. It's been too long. I know, right? It's good to see you in person. <laughs> it is good. It's good to meet you finally in person. Absolutely. And not on opposite sides of the field and all the rest. <laughs> Keon Raymond, we got a lot to get to with this guy. If you don't mind, I'll go through your resume. It won't take too long. St. <laughs> Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. Gee, I got a lot of relations down there. That's how they say it. Yes. Missouri. Yes. Yeah. They farm down there. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. Just a uh, bit. <laughs> not so much in the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not in the city. They're rural people. My cousins are rural. What, what, a, what a shock. Uh, with the play to the Tennessee Titans. And then what? Is it arena? Arena football. The Nashville Cats and the New Orleans Voodoo. And then into the Canadian Football League with the Calgary Stampeders from 2008 to 2015. Uh, 2016 with the Argos. And then finished up with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Two-time Grey Cup champion. CFL West Division All-Star. And what always impressed me the most, you won that president's uh, ring here, yeah, did you yeah. not? Yeah, twice. Yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. Twice, twice. Which yeah. everybody said that's the most coveted ring with the Stampeders and most teams to win. Yeah, you know what, I man? It, it was an honor and a, and a blessing, honestly. You know, you come in when you play football, and that's all you want to do. Is for me, just come in, do your job, and, and that's one of the uh, the awards that's voted on by the teammates right. and it's for leadership and just for a guy who represents a horse, you know. And so I was the, uh, I was grateful to be able to win it twice back-to-back, and there's only a couple guys who've done it. I think Hank, Dave Dickinson, you know, um, Stu. Um, but it was a pleasure. It was a blessing, though. So, I, you know, I'm excited to have my name, you know, kind of engraved in the, in the Stu history. Laird? Yes, yes, Stu. Yeah. So, yeah, good dude. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. the thing was, I had never met Keon. And, look, it's kind of funny for me wading into this town, trying to do a show and getting over the bitter, <laughs> bitter rivalry that was. Yeah. And I think yeah. we've all realized that it's behind us. Yeah, and it, you were never a guy that we could hate because yeah. you're always a classy player. You yeah. didn't play cheap, yeah, right. But when I saw that you'd won that award, I'm like, that's a, that's the player's ring now. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like this guy's got something. That's more than just talent. Yeah, you know, that's a personality award almost. Yeah, it, you know what, man? The, the biggest thing about it, like they, 
you play well on the field. You you enjoy the things on the field, and and I tell you that the rivalry, like it was one of those where you didn't have to get up for, you know. No. And and I think a lot of a lot of that time, you know. And I I, I hope to kind of see it. You I mean kind of get back to uh, where it was, you know. Hopefully here, you know, with the start of this season. But you know, for that uh, opportunity for my players and, and coaches to being able to uh, put me as a president's ring man, like it's it's humbling, man. It is. It's humbling. Well, we're going to uh, get to a lot here with mm-hmm. Keon Raymond, and for those CFL fans. Again, I appreciate, particularly like Jason and Red Deer on Friday, sends it around on Twitter. He's like, Rod's talking CFL. Turn on the RP show. Because it's not always CFL on here. And we, again, Stanley Cup playoffs opening night. I should, opening tonight, I should mention four games. Boston at Carolina. Tampa Bay at Toronto. That's what everybody's paying attention to. St. Louis at Minnesota. LA Kings at Edmonton. But for the CFL fans that don't get a lot of coverage, this is where you want to be. And the one thing, and I'll get to your questions. There's a ton of come in here, and I appreciate it from everybody. Um, for you, Keon, like training camps are opening in, uh, what is it, down to? Like two weeks almost. Yeah, two, yeah. like 13 yeah. days yeah. or 13 something. 13 days, yeah. What does that mean to you when you hear that? Do you wish you were still strapping them on, or are you glad you're not strapping them uh, on? Training camp, nah. Uh, <laughs> but you know yeah. what I've heard? Training camp has got kind of lax since I've played. You know, everything's kind of been dialed back a bit. Um, you know, with the, the uh, you know, safety protocols and health concerns and things like that. And so I, I heard they do these power practices now. You practice for a little bit, take a 20-minute break like a recess, and you go out and you do another practice. It's not like, you know, us coming to practice at 9, going home and resting and having to come back to the stadium and get another two-hour practice in. So, but, you know, it's, it's a good opportunity. Camp's coming around. I think it's uh, something to get the, uh, the country riled up about, you know, like the CFL. Like it's, I mean, I think, the, the protocols and things are kind of pushed down to the back. Yeah. I think we've learned to live with COVID now, and I think now it's trying to let's get back to business and let's open up everything to get this game to where it needs to be. Well, I'm talking to players and coaches from all across the league, and that's what they're all saying. They're like, huh, COVID's behind yeah. us. No. Thank God. No. Let's go. But can you imagine, Keon, a, a camp schedule where every second practice is contact and even every second practice is not really contact? Like I often – and you're coaching now. Yeah. And we're going to get to the fact that he's running an entire program in Prince George. But I often say, how do you evaluate anybody in yeah. this environment? It's hard. You know, and there's a lot of film that goes into play. You know, within they film everything. The, the biggest thing, even when I played, it was like the eye in the sky don't lie. So, you know, they're filming guys every single time. And, and, and my tip to any guy that's coming to camp, CFL camp, and making sure you run to the ball, making sure you're doing all those extra things. Because, you know, my dad used to tell me, man, it's everybody can play football, but there is more than just being a, a football player. And for me, when I played, it was making sure I was always just coach, no coach. Whatever is need to be done, I was always willing to do that extra things, you know, and just to kind of stand out a bit. And I think if guys coming in with that mindset, you know, to uh, excelling off the field as well as on the field, I think everybody will be fine. we got a heck of a lot to get to with Keon here. And I'll pr- I appreciate your questions everybody i will get to those they coming in huh yeah oh absolutely <laughs> and we're gonna morph the discussion here because one thing i've worked in football and hockey for a long time as i said i'm getting into soccer now i'm sampling everything and i'm enjoying it all okay you know okay. and our poll question today for capital automall universal collision center is will Mar- should the Winnipeg Jets bring Mark Shifley back next year, and over 70% of respondents are saying, no, they should not. And here's why I want your opinion, Keon. Star player, Winnipeg Jets hockey team, they had a very disappointing year last year. It ended, this season was very disappointing. And after the game yesterday, the last game, he says, it was definitely a, di- a year I'll try to forget. A tough one for a lot of things, COVID, injuries, a coach leaving, 
I just have to know where this team is going and what the direction is and what the changes are going to be, if any. I have to think about my career and what's going to be best for me. It's got everybody just going. Ooh. <laughs> well, what did you, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But do you? No, I, I don't actually. As a, as a as a pro, I think you sit down after the season and you you want to kind of analyze the situation and where's management doing and and kind of how you access the season. And so, you know, for me sitting on that other end, that end of the spectrum, I, I totally agree with him. I understand that. And some people may like, ah, you know, don't bring them back, but. I think the, the, the opportunity, like we only get a short amount of time to, to play the game, whether it's hockey, football, soccer, yep. you know what I mean? And you have to make sure you have to do what's best for you. And some fans may not like that, you know, in, in, in the realm of things. But it's the exact same thing if, you know, I'm, I'm working at, a, you know, an automotive shop or if I'm a manager at a company or things like that and, and an opportunity comes along, you have to make tough decisions. Now, it just so happens as a, you know, pro athlete, you get in the spotlight just a little bit more and, and there's a little bit more, you know, cachet to it. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't fault anybody to want to do what's best for them, or at least wanting to know what the opportunity lies ahead for them with the organization and how they move forward. With well, it. and by the way, Bingo. he's one of their best players. Yeah, he's an assistant captain. Nice work, guys. <laughs> he's an assistant captain. He's a, he is a leader on the team. But I just, I can get, like you, where people mm. are miffed by that. Yes. Um, but can you imagine walking into Huff's office and saying, Huff, I want to know what you're going to do for me next year and for this team. He'd be like, there's the door. How would Huff have yeah, viewed that? Yeah. First of all, Huff would have, you know I mean? He's hard of hearing sometimes. He'd be like, what do you want to do? He'd have yelled at you so you'd have kind of sat back. But you yeah. know what? I, I think, you know, especially as management and me being on the side of the the, the management side of it now in the football operations, like you have to make tough decisions. You have to see what's best for the team, you know, even though sometimes, you know, the player may think what's best for them in regards to it. So, you know, it's always, you know, any leadership position is tough, you know, and, and having to be in that position, like you, you, you have to stick to, you know, what your plan is and, and, and trust and believe that, you know, there is a plan in place and that they'll fall where they may, let the chips fall where they may. And so that's kind of how it, uh, how it rolls. But, you know, Huff, he's not, he's not going for it too much, but, you know, it's the nature of the business and sports, though. You know. Hey, Bo might be able to walk in there and say, how are you going to improve this team next year? Yeah. So only certain players would be able to do that. Yeah. I'm not sure if he would. I don't know him well enough. Hank? Yeah. I could see Hank doing yeah. it. Yeah, especially you know, especially <laughs> when you sit at a position as quarterback, you get so many. You like there, there was right. one of those positions where you get all the praise and you get all the criticism. You know what I mean? And and those, so for him to be able to kind of direct, this guy has the ball in his hand like ninety five percent of the time, all the time. And so those guys, and they got a little leverage in regards. So that's why they probably get paid the most. It's a small team. amount of players that could do it. Yes, but they yes. would be the ones. Yes. So they want to know number one, what's up with your. Kodiak's hoodie. That would be a good time to get into what you're doing mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, I uh, I got hired as director of football operations and the head coach of the Prince George Kodiaks in Prince George, BC. So, brand new football team, junior football team in the BCFC. Um, opportunity. Like I said, when I finished, you know, playing football, my goal was to grow football in Canada. And you know, us being a, a brand new franchise, this is our inaugural season. Like there's a lot of things that's kind of happening going on. It's a small community around 85,000 and, but they're starving for football though. You know, they are as much as I like the reference to 
the Rough Riders. Um, but I feel that's the, yeah. the, the kind of atmosphere that Prince George is going to bring. Really? Are you getting it already? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think right now, like, I think we've got more than half of our season tickets sold out, you know, and we haven't wow. even played a game yet. And so we uh, we just launched our 50-50 um, this year. So our plan is to hopefully give away a huge amount of money uh, week one um, for our for our opening game, August, August 6th in Prince George. I've spent a lot of time in Prince George. It's a tough guy town. Yes, yes, right? yes. Is the Iron Horse still open up there, you uh, recall? <laughs> At the horse, we yeah. rock. <laughs> it was a great nightclub Yeah. back in my misspent youth days. Beautiful community. Yes, yes. Right? So what's the football stadium like? You know what? Our football stadium, I think we hold around 2,500. I think they're looking to expand it to 35 to four grand. Um, once everything kind of gets squared away, like our board has just done a phenomenal job, like starting from our president, Craig Breer, and in our board, you, Ken Newell and, you know, Scott Short, like they have done a phenomenal job of getting everybody on board, the business um, leaders behind in the city and making sure that this is a successful op opportunity where the kids from Prince George and Northern BC don't have to leave to go play football somewhere. So they can stay in their community. We can bring other kids, you know, from Calgary and Saskatchewan. Like I've been recruiting my off, you know, just to try to get kids in involved in coming up. And so, you know, we got opportunities for kids to get jobs. We, you know, a connection with UNBC. I got to put out it's number one school in Canada, by the way, um, and CNC trade school. So it's just an opportunity and it helps a lot of these kids to develop and grow within the uh, within the game of football, kind of from what I've seen um, for Canadian football. And I heard a lot, I know we'll get into it a lot about the ratio and, and kind yeah. of how all those things kind of work. And I can give my two cents on, especially being an American. But my thought process is that if we grow the home Canadian talent here and get them better, I don't think you'll need it because the kids will be so much better. And, I, and I've told a couple of kids, they, they'll go to the university football. Nothing wrong with going to university football, but a lot of these kids need a little bit more time to develop. And if they come to a year or two and play junior, and they don't lose any eligibility and get an opportunity to grow as a football player, they are that much better when they go to a CIS school and being able to come out and get drafted, you know, from the uh, Stampeders or some in CFL team. Here's the roadmap of what we're going to do an hour or two the rest of the way. When we come back, more with Keon Raymond. So you CFL fans, get your questions out. I've, I've only posed one or two. Like, there's a lot here, Key. Uh, and then... I'm a likable guy. Yeah, absolutely. For the last... Two segments, the last 20 minutes of the show. Broadway Bernie Nichols is going to be with us. The Rangers and LA Kings great to talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs and some fun bet regal bets that we got going on. And also Moose will join us for overtime for more on the Leafs and the Lightning. So we're going to take a timeout now and answer your questions with Keon. Maybe a bit of a preview of the CFL season. Why not? No other media is previewing it. Yeah, let's do I know, it. Right? With, what's, what's going on? I know with, with camp opening in 13 days. So we got a lot to get to. Right after this, you're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. The RP Show continues on this beautiful Monday morning out here in the foothills. And 
So long. <laughs> uh, promotional consideration for the RP Show brought to you in part by Tough Tribe for Men. It was designed to meet the unique demands of clean professional grooming. The warm scent of a gentleman shampoo teams up with an invigorating cool peppermint conditioner. Top that off with a little beard and hair pomade to start your day feeling fresh and confident. Available today at toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. We're talking football today with Keon Raymond for the next segment. Then Broadway Bernie Nichols from betregal.ca to preview the Stanley Cup playoffs in night one tonight and play some fun bets, prop bets for tonight. Keon Raymond with us, two-time Great Cup champion, Argo Stampeder, Ticat alum, and the Tennessee Titans. Before I go any further, you're from St. Louis, Missouri, a wonderful town. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I love it. I, I get the chance to go go home anytime I get an opportunity to. You know, mom, dad still lives there. Brother and sister, not so much, but a whole bunch of family. I enjoy it. Yeah, I got a buddy that's running a uh, indoor football league team now at Las Vegas. He's from St. Louis, and we agree. Just a, a grand town. How often do you get back there? Well, I try to get back at least once a year. You know, I try to, as much as travel and football is keeping me busy, I, I try to get back there at least once a year. I, we're planning to go back for Thanksgiving this year. Um, it's my 40th birthday yeah. this year. I know, man. I, I don't look 40. Not at all. <laughs> You're living right. Yeah, I'm That's trying to. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm trying to. It's always the, uh, I think it's a struggle for everybody at times, but I think the most important thing is making sure we got good people around us and always having I mean, somebody you can talk to. So, I'm trying to get as many questions in as we can. I'll turn it over to the viewers here. Uh, for one, Ryan H. wants to know your opinion of spring football and will they survive? Are you watching any USFL right now? You know what? I've watched a game or two, and I know um, one of my DB coaches, uh, Coach Chamberlain, he, uh, he coaches down in Birmingham, you know, at the moment. And so um, I don't know if it'll survive. I think it's great that there's another opportunity for guys to continue to play football. That's what I like, you know, and guys get an opportunity to play um, and, and to get paid to do it, you know. So, you know, all of it is, is structuring around the business aspect. You know, are they going to market it right? Do they got enough dollars in regards to it, fundraising and things like that, and investors? And so uh, hopefully it works out. I don't know, man. It just always go. But I just know that, you know, I'm a CFL fan. So uh, hopefully that stays around for another 100 years. Well, and, hey, our viewers are our bread and butter. That's why we're on the air. So I'm going to let them ask their questions, then I'll bring mine in again. Mm -hmm. Don is a Navy friend, huge CFL fan, but also a U Sports fan. And he says, Keon, in your opinion, how far behind the curve are U Sports players compared to a Division Two or Division Three player from the United States? Oh, You know what? I, I, I don't think they're – that far behind but they are behind especially when you talk about a division two or division three player i think you know i had a conversation one of the dads this weekend we hosted a seven on seven canada tournament in Kelowna, bc and they uh, and i told him i say they they won't start to get better until the youth sports the, the university start to change how they give kids scholarships you know in canada you know they can only give you so much money for kids to being able to play i think ontario can only give you 4500 so you get a really good kid who want to play football but you pay you know 4500 just maybe tuition but kids have to find somewhere to live work and so kids can't really focus on the 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 growing of their technique and the development in football you know i think with the the U how they're changing things with that NIL thing. I think, you know, Canada needs to be able to step up. And I know it's a big weight for, you know, Randy Ambrosi and the CFL, but I think this is a country thing. I think this is a country aspect. And I think it starts with, you know, giving kids full scholarships. 
pay for their housing, pay for their meals. They're coming in there to play football for the university. They're getting an education. Like, you know, they, they need to be able to turn the page and grow in regards to that. And I think once they start doing that, you'll get a lot of those kids who go down states, to down south to play or trying to go down, they'll stay home because, you know, the financial barriers, you know, that, that stops them from, you know, wanting to stay here, you know, and play football and work a full-time job. And so it, it's hard. It's hard for a young kid, a young football player in Canada. Well, I wonder, and again, Keon Raymond, two-time Grey Cup champion joining us here at the Grey Eagle. Uh, I'll get to your uh, – pause your questions, mine now. <laughs> is with training camp opening in 13 days again i spent almost my entire life in saskatchewan where there is only one team mm -hmm. that all anybody cares about mm -hmm. period <laughs> and it was fun yes you know yes, yes but time for a change so i'm out here now and i'm going whoa stanley cup playoffs are opening and nobody's talking about the cfl teams and i'm not going to get into all that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i do wonder because they, they keep inching the season up earlier and earlier, yeah, and earlier which yeah. I've been a proponent of. Yeah. I have. I don't yeah. think you like playing in minus no, 27 no, Celsius. No. I think it's too many games anyway. But you Do know, you? I do. Okay, I, so you've been watching the rule changes and the ratio talk mm -hmm. and all that. You're just kind of sitting back watching it. Yeah. What have you thought about how this has played out? You know what? I, I think they're, they're – it's like – I hate to say it. It's like putting, you know, lipstick on a pig. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to change so many small things when there's bigger things that needs to be changed in regards to it, you know? Um, you know, and hopefully they're, they're making changes, trying to get it better, trying to get things kind of going. I know the biggest thing was the, you know, the, the four down aspect of it and, and people getting it, you know, a hard time about it in regards to it. You know, I'm I'm either way on it. You know, I, I think, you know, if you add another down, you know, more offense, more scoring, I would say take off the yard, or the, the yard off the ball type deal, you know, and so, but it's like it's 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 so many nuances in regards to the uh, into the game, and so like I like they're trying, you know. What I mean, they're trying. I just think they maybe need to put up some players in there and to try to try to get us some assessment on what they what we should do and kind of help the game grow. What I think they they being the CFL suits mm -hmm. and tall foreheads don't understand. It's not about the rule changes. No. It's not about the game. Mm -hmm. I went to again. Ole, 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 ole. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on at Echo Field yesterday, mm -hmm. and I didn't care. Yeah. And I had a riot. It's getting the people in that they don't care. Like, no. I had a, one of our sponsors was here last week, the day they announced the rule changes. Mm -hmm. And we said, What do you think about this? She goes, I don't care. I just want to go to the games and drink. <laughs> Sound like my kind of fan. Right, but that's the marketing <laughs> yes. that you're talking yes. about. That's yes. where the focus should be yes. going, yes. not narrowing the hash marks. Yeah. She's not even going to notice that. No. No, most fans don't, you know, most, right. yeah, most fans don't like I had like, what's the difference between it? Now the kickers may, you know, they may see the difference oh, of it. You know what I mean? It's a small segment of society yeah, right there. Yeah. You know, but other than that, you know, it's, it's the marketing. It like you have players that are doing so much right now outside of the CFL and they're not being promoted and they're, they're in the league. They're on the contract within the league. And it's just kind of shadow cookie cutter. Even when I play, they take. They're five, they take the eight guys or nine guys, one per team, and then they market those guys, you know, and then those kind of the high profile guys you put around and kind of showcase. But there's so many other guys doing so much work around the city and the community. And so they're trying to attack the, they need to attack the, the, the grassroots game of football. I don't think they're doing a really good job of that. I, you know, I think they're fairly missing. I sent out a tweet, is it last week? I was in Ontario, Rod, 
and uh, we're in Waterloo. We hosted a seven-on-seven -seven tournament in Waterloo. I think we had 20 teams come out, young high school players, um, you know, they, they all of them aspired to be a pro athlete. And I sent out, I'm like, CFL, like, you know, we're hosting this thing. You know, where you guys at? You know, this is a real good opportunity kind of showcase, you know what I mean, into the community. And none, you know what I mean? There was no response, you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I you added the wrong person. I don't know. But, uh, but to me, seeming like there's something that's big going on and you want to grow the game of football in the grassroots area, I would think, you know, things like that you would have players that you would have a presence in those things and it was the same thing when I was in Langley uh, two weekends ago there was no BC Lions there there were 400 youth football players in Langley playing football trying out for Team BC and there were no presence of the yeah. BC Lions it's called outreach it's called outreach yeah so to all of that you know I, I kind of know how your season ended or your career ended yeah. it doesn't really not many guys get to write their own ticket out, yeah. right? Yeah. But what was it like going from Calgary, where the Stamps are a big deal, yes. to playing in Toronto for a year? It wasn't even a full year, was it? Yeah, no, I don't really like to talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You I'm know. just trying to think of the timing. Yeah. That was just as the ownership was switching. Yeah, right? it, it was. And I, honestly, I, when I went out there, my... You know, my thought process is you get out to Toronto, maybe, you know, me be, being able to get into to TSN or something, whatever it was in that nature. Um, but, you know, they didn't think, you know, that I had enough skill to finish the season. But I was grateful that Coach O um, from the uh, the Ticats picked me up, and I just enjoyed it. Like, for that to be my last year playing, I really enjoyed the game of football again playing there, you know. That's so good. It was, it was a blast. I did. I, I got a huge love for Hamilton, the Ticat family, the Ticat fans. Like, you know, my heart is forever grateful um, for everybody in Hamilton and, and that coaching staff. I, just, I love what they're doing. I know the struggles that they've gone through. And so they always got a spot in my heart. It's an interesting town. Yeah. And a great stadium. It is. It is. I know the movie theater very well in Hamilton. So <laughs> every day after practice, I would go to a movie and watch it every day and fall asleep. So In the theater. In the theater. What a life. Yeah. <laughs> it's, very, it's cool and it's yes. dark. It's yeah. everything you want. And it was at, you know, 2 o'clock. Nobody was in there. So. Uh, did you ever go to a movie all by yourself? You're the only one in there? Yes. What a great feeling. Oh, do you remember man. the movie? Uh, ooh, do I? I don't know. I watched so many of them. I, I don't. That's I don't fine. remember. I just <laughs> remember going to, I uh, might have been rider training camp back in the day, uh, Rami and Michelle's high school reunion. Do you remember that oh, movie? Oh, snaps. Yes, yeah. I do. And I had the whole theater to myself. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> so this is the best. <laughs> this is a dream. Uh, Jason in Red Deer writes in and says, I noticed the Flames jersey in the background is now in front of the Oilers jersey. Nice to see you got it right now, guys. It's right over your shoulder, Key. Yes. We rotate them on a daily basis depending on how we feel. I appreciate yeah. that, me sitting and having a Flames jersey back there. Are you, you know? good with yeah, that? Yeah, I am. I am. I'm, a, I'm a Blues fan, though, but, you know, playing and living in Calgary, you got to love the Flames. I was going to say, if you weren't happy with that, you can switch them. There's an order jersey no, right No, no, no. People in Calgary kill me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what I do joy, enjoy here at the Grey Eagle. And by the way, you must be familiar with this place because they've done so much work with the Stampeders over the years. Yes, they yeah. have. You know what? I met a, a, a Aretha Franklin uh, here. No, Stop Patty it. LaBelle. Patty LaBelle. I got a chance to meet Patty LaBelle That's here. That's cool. And she's like, my wife loves Patty LaBelle. My wife's a singer. She loves music. And for me, like, I felt like a schoolgirl. I was so giddy, you yeah. know. And it was a, it was such an awesome, uh, awesome day to meet. When Patty. they say this is Calgary's entertainment destination, they're not joking. Oh no, there's so much going on here. Yeah, they put on the best parties. 
Uh, 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 what else do we have here from the viewers? Uh, Keon from BW in Edmonton. Do you think indoor spring football could work in Western Canada? Is that was it pro football or yeah the pro football yeah. You know what? I, in the spring, I don't know. I, I honestly, I played arena football. I think arena would do great up here. So do I. I think it's made for it, man. I think arena football would kill up here. I think it, it's a market. I think you know you put it in these small stadiums where the hockey teams play. I played arena football, and to be honest, you know I was in a bidding war from New Orleans and Calgary, and before the league folded and. You know, honestly, I would have stayed playing arena football. I hmm. really enjoyed it. Which league was that? Oh, uh, the AFL. So that was before. The original. The original. Yeah. You know, they wow. were paying good money. The good one. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm telling you, I would have. And, you know, it was tough. But I'm glad I had the opportunity to come up to Calgary. But um, arena football would kill up here. If, if somebody ever got behind it, and it'll, it'll, yeah, it'll blow up up here. Well, as we talked about earlier, everything does happen for a reason that's why you came up here and what what's the deal see your wife you said's from st louis yes so you're never going back or what's yeah i don't think she wants to go back to st louis she loves it you know it's always yeah. good to be family but i think um and and any resting place or us you know you know leaving canada i think our final destination will probably be in tennessee you know and you like, spent a lot of time in nashville yes huh? i did and i love it you know i love that southern culture i love you know what i mean i my, my wife we both graduated from university there it's a bunch of friends and, and and family there and i just i gotta love it you know you you gotta love it too where you been to hattie b's uh, yes i have <laughs> So, no, I you know I love it, man, and you know that's just kind of one of the uh, the things too. So, you know, Tennessee's a great town. I get a chance to college football, but like I still got work to do up here. You know, with the yeah, football. Of course, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you a got, lot of work to do. You got a lot on your plate right now. Yeah, I do. Fresh stuff. Who's going to be in the Grey Cup this year, Keon? Ooh, the Grey Cup this year. You know what? I'd, I'd like to say on, from the East. I'd like to say Hamilton. Again, I think they still have some unfinished business. I think if they can square up some injury-wise, and, and I think they'll have a little bit more growth and depth um, from their team. They're a little bit young. They had some veterans. They're a little young. They made some, you know, minor mistakes in the Grey Cup. You know what I mean? I don't want to go about the single situation. But I think guys, you know, having that experience, you know, to being able to tap into. And, and I think, honestly, I think if the, uh, you know, I think the Stamps, so I think they'll rebound. I think Bull have a, uh, I think he'll have a good year this year. I think he'll he'll rebound. And But I think still the, you know, the Bombers, they're, they're, they're tough. You know what I mean? They are. They're tough. They've run, they've run rain, you know, for the last couple of seasons. And it's going to have to be somebody to knock them off to. It's hard to, you know, say, you know, these guys two-time back-to-back champions to, you know, to count them out, man. They've so you're saying Winnipeg, Calgary? Yes. West final. Yes. And Hamilton from the East. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Keon, don't be a stranger, man. Oh. Mm -mm. Go Kodiak. Yes, go Kodiak. <laughs> Before we break and bring in Bernie Nichols, a sports update. Stars Alex Ovechkin and Aaron Ekblad both practiced on Sunday. Both are positive developments for the Capitals and Panthers. All signs point to Ovi being in the lineup for game one of an Eastern Conference first round series against the Panthers on Tuesday night. That's for your pool tips. Santiago Espanol drove in the go-ahead run with an RBI single in the seventh inning. Bo Bichette added a two-run homer, and the Blue Jays beat the Houston Astros 3-2 to take the series on Sunday. And Walter Lemon Jr. has signed with the Ottawa Blackjacks of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. He's an American guard, six foot two. From Chicago, Lemon Jr.'s averaged 16.4 points, 3.8 rebounds 
in 281 pro games in the NBA, the NBA G League, in Israel, Turkey, Greece, Hungary, and Germany. It is Walter Lemon Jr. signing with the Ottawa Blackjacks. CEBL season right around the corner. This update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tab Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. We'll be right back with Broadway Bernie Nichols talking Stanley Cup playoffs for Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner. We'll be right back to Gray Eagle after this on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24 Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Okay, here we go. What a beautiful day out here on the Rockies. It is the RP Show from Gray Eagle. That is uh, not too far of a drive west from where we are located right now. Do we have Broadway, guys? Do we have him? Okay, perfect. Just from the text line, I said all the TSN analysts are all Ontario guys, all the alum, and that's why they're Leafs fans. I'm like, come on, guys. Rose Henry, uh, Edmonton Elks fan, writes in. She says, Mike Johnson is the TSN analyst. He is from Scarborough. Yes, I know. Uh, Ray Hollywell watching in the six. He says, hey, Rod, the Leafs-Tampa series, unfortunately, will land with Tampa winning. It all comes down to goaltending, and Tampa has it. Leafs don't. Well, that may be true. What a perfect way to open it up with Broadway Bernie Nichols, a man who needs no introduction. L.A. Kings, Rangers, great. We'll just say that. How you doing, Bernie? I'm doing great, Rod. How you doing? Uh, good, good. Kelly Rudy says hi, by the way. The last time he was on, he was very excited to hear how great you're doing, man. I, we could sit and tell. You guys are pretty good buds, eh? Yeah, I love Kelly. Uh, I got to play with him in L.A., and then I got to actually play with him in San Jose as well. Really nice guy. He does great, too, on TV. does really well. Yes, that's exactly what he was saying, that you guys played in two locations. I, I need your breakdown. I think we're all excited about this Toronto-Tampa Bay series. It's the most salacious one in round one. What's your breakdown and analysis, and how do you think it'll go, Bernie? Well... See, the problem is I've never played for Toronto, and I may be the only one on TV that may take the other side. Uh, you know, like was just said, uh, they got the best goalie, and you're the defending champs until you're not. And uh, I still think they're the best team. Uh, as far as Toronto, Toronto had a great year. Um, but I think the difference in the playoffs, no one touched any players in Toronto. And, you know, for me, as a former player, it's really frustrating. You know, today's game, guys skate around like they're in sweats. No one hits anybody. And you see guys dipsy dueling out there, and no one paced them into the wall. And I really think this team here tonight will. Uh, Tampa's so big and strong. They got some big big defenseman that I think for them to win, they're going to have to be really physical on uh, Toronto and on their key players. And I think if they do that, they will win. They, they do have the best goalie. And that's not to say Campbell can't play great because he can. And if he does, then they can win. If he doesn't, there's no chance they will. But I think if, if uh, Tampa gets physical with them, they can beat them. Well, I'll tell you what, what, what we're doing here with Bet Regal and, 
It's an outstanding, as you know, Canadian-owned company. You're the NHL ambassador for Bet Regal, and we're playing the NHL Pickup Challenge. For those watching on YouTube, the link to join is is up right now. You can click on it and join. The prizes are two tickets to any any NHL home opener next season, plus five hundred dollars in Bet Regal account bonus bucks. Second prize ticket, two tickets to any CFL game, plus two hundred and fifty dollars in a Bet Regal bonus. So. You and I are going to play against each other, Bernie. So for game one, money line tonight, straight up, who wins game one at Scotiabank Arena? What do you think is going to happen tonight? Well, I think this would be uh, probably not the best chance, but I think uh, if Toronto's going to uh, win the series, they have to win tonight. Um, but I don't think they will win the series. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay tonight. Okay, I'm going to go with Toronto. This is perfect. It's always good to have a little rub in the ointment. I'll take uh, Toronto at home because it is game one, and we'll see how they respond to the pressure. It's Vasilevsky versus Jack Campbell, as you pointed out earlier. Now, moving on to the over-under. Tonight's game out west, the LA Kings at the Edmonton Oilers. The goaltender matchup is Jonathan Quick versus Mike Smith. Bernie, the over-under, 6.5 goals. What are you taking on that? Well, I'm taking the Oilers to win the series, so I'm thinking for them to win, they have to score goals. So I would take the over in that. I'll go with the under, and I'm hoping that Mike Smith and Jonathan Quick shock the world. But that is, uh, I think it could be a high score. And they series. can. I think you might have me on that they one. Can. Hey, <laughs> ten. And they okay. can for sure. That's the thing. Uh, he's taking the over. Uh, Boston Bruins at Carolina Hurricanes tonight. Shots on goal spread. Carolina will win by at least 2.5 shots on goal spread tonight. Bruins at Canes. Are you taking that bet or not, Bernie? I would take uh, the Canes on that. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. Pittsburgh Penguins at New York Rangers. They're not playing tonight. But the team total over under 2.5 goals in game one. Well, that's an easy one. 2.5 goals. Penguins, Rangers, that's an easy one to take the over, I would suggest. What's your, what's your thought on that series? Well, but that's for just Pittsburgh, right? That wasn't on both. It was uh, just okay. Pittsburgh getting three goals. And, well, my thought is uh, the problem, and I'm a Pittsburgh fan because I'm a Sidney Crosby fan. They don't have their goalie uh, at least starting tomorrow, which sucks. Uh, I would love to see Pittsburgh win. I don't think they can. I honestly think New York could be the shock of this whole East side. Uh, they're that good because they have the best goalie uh, in the league at this point. So I, I, I don't think Pittsburgh will score three goals uh, tomorrow night. There you go in game one against Igor Shesterkin. You're right. And Tristan Jury is indeed injured. And lastly, Dallas Stars at Calgary Flames. Puck line. Game one, Flames minus 1.5. What's your thoughts on game one here in the Saddle Dome? Yeah, uh, I'm all over Calgary on that one. You know, I think at times it can be a, a close series. And I love Daryl Sutter. Uh, he's got his boys. He'll have his boys really ready. And even the war of war, uh, war words uh, so far, you know, he's got people thinking that um, 
Dallas has the most experience in the playoffs. They got a couple guys with a lot of experience. Yeah, that ain't going to mean anything. Uh, Calgary is such a good team. Their goalie's great. Um, they got some experience there too. Uh, they got a coach that's won a couple Stanley Cups and no one more prepared for a game, let alone a series, than Daryl Sutter. So I'm taking Calgary and I'm taking the points all day long there. There you go. Take the bet. I love it. Oh, yeah, obviously, Bernie. You can take it off the screen, guys. Sign up at the NHL Pickup Challenge at BetRegal.ca. So pleased to work with Bernie and BetRegal on this. Clearly, you watch Sports Center, Bernie. You got a kick out of Daryl. He's like, we got a couple guys got more games than yeah. our entire team. Come on, right. Daryl. I love Daryl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that anybody is standing cups. He's got a couple that he brought from uh, L.A. that's got a couple Stanley Cups. So, uh, yeah, I'm liking, uh, I'm liking Calgary. All right, Bernie. Hey, lastly, well, before I let you go, when's the next season of Yellowstone coming out, man? You must have just mowed that season four when it came out. I did. Uh, hopefully this fall. Uh, it's, God, it's one of my favorite shows. It's, it's unbelievable. So I'm hoping uh, definitely this fall or even in the summertime. Here's one I could tell. I could talk to you for day. I never met you, but I feel like I have. They asked Rip if he would come be the parade marshal for the Calgary Stampede, and he said, million dollars U.S." They said, <clears throat> "Yeah, catch you later." <laughs> but oh, can you imagine? What a great guy! He's awesome. Um, it's too bad he wasn't a hockey fan. Uh, not that he, I don't know if he is or not, but it would have been pretty cool for him to do that. Everybody loves Rip, but. Uh, that's just a little too much money, I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. All right, Bernie, enjoy the games. This has been fun. We'll chat with you in a week's time. I appreciate it, Rod. Thank you. Look forward to it. NHL. NHL ambassador for Bet Regal, the great Bernie Nichols. Moose joins us for overtime right after this from Gray Eagle on night one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, live streaming on YouTube, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the final segment of the RP Show. It's overtime. It's Overtime, brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. And uh, you're home for the NHL and the UFC, the Four Seasons. We're at the Four Seasons. Georgie wants you to know, welcome to Magic Monday. The weather's beautiful. The Stanley Cup Finals begin tonight. Four Seasons is your home for all round one games. And the Leafs, Oilers, and Flames will be featured on the big screen. Our huge video wall will show all this, plus NBA playoffs and the Blue Jays. Moose is here. And Overtime, of course... Taco time, viewer takeovers at hand. Canadians love local. Go local, eat local. Taco time uses fresh ingredients sourced in Canada. Our beef, chicken, cheddar, cheese, and sour cream, and Mexi fries, all made in Canada. Not their hot sauce, though. Clearly, that's made in Mexico. That's not on the list. Very authentic. Yes. Absolutely. How you doing? I'm doing great. Are you excited for the game tonight? How do you feel about the game? <laughs> It hasn't hit yet. Yeah. It hasn't hit yet. I, but I packed. You know, it's tough doing the show and everything else. But I still, you know, in my heart, I'm still a fan, right? I'm still a fan of the Leafs. And I watch, I've 
for, as a kid. So I packed my Leafs shirt, the one that I own. I own only own one. Packed it. I don't think I'm going to wear it tonight. Really? Yeah, I'd probably just go like this. But uh, I'll be I'll be into it. I won't do a lot of talking. Won't do a lot of eating. I'll just do a lot yeah, of you're watching. A fan, of course. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jason and Red Deer checking in. He says, "Great show, guys. I watched most of it from behind because I was late, but I still made it." Thank you, Jason and Red Deer, and give my best to your niece, who I knew had a tough weekend. I saw your tweet. Wayne and Victoria says, this was a great Monday show. You even had some football talk today, which I didn't expect. Yeah, 40 minutes of it. You're welcome. Always good chatting with a guy like Keon Raymond. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm telling you, the Bob Smith's watching in Maple Ridge, B.C., and he said that Leaf analyst or that NHL analyst is indeed Mike Johnson. No T. Okay. And he's indeed from Scarborough. And it's just funny. I, I feel like these Leafs analysts, they're TSN analysts, but you'd think they were Leaf analysts. You know what I'm saying? They're all picking Leafs. Bernie comes on here and goes, how can they beat Tampa? They got the best goalie. They got this big, strong defense. They got the playoff experience. Like, you got to think for the Leafs. Forget about the fans. But the Leafs themselves must have sat back and went, oh, no. Tampa? Of all the teams. That they right. could have played. Now, you knew it was going to be tough anyway, and you could have drawn a, a line into who, you know, who you're going to play anyway. But they all, because they all got 100 points, right? But Tampa, yeah. Tampa, that's the, that's the toughest matchup. That's the tougher matchup, you know, for the Leafs than, than Florida, than New York, Washington, Boston, you name it, like Pittsburgh. It's a, it's a, that's tough. But uh, you know what? If you're going to get out of this, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to make it easy for you. That's what Sheldon yeah. Keefe said. So, you know what? You're going to have to go through a team like that eventually. Why not do it right away? As they often say, the first round's the hardest. And yeah. for the Leafs, it might be. I mean, I, can't, I just can't see them winning this. But uh, as I see myself on the screen, i got to get back to Florida and work on my tan as pale as a ghost <laughs> or get outside. The weather wasn't as great for the Canadian Premier League soccer game here yesterday as they were anticipating. Right. It was supposed to be sunny and 17 Celsius. It was nowhere near that. But anyway, sign up for the NHL Pickup Challenge at BetRegal.ca. you got nothing else to do this afternoon. Go sign up for that. Some great prizes, NHL tickets, CFL tickets, yeah. BetRegal bonus dollars, all. There you go, BetRegal.ca. Thanks, guys, our exclusive betting partner. And Bernie Nichols was just amazing, by the way. What a fantastic ambassador to work with us and with Bet Regal. I was such a big fan. Of I know, so cool. And one thing about that contest, I thought it was really neat. You're picking your bracket all the way through, and I picked mine. And um, I think I ended up with a. Uh, I think I picked the Toronto Calgary Stanley Cup final with Calgary winning. By the way, but yeah, but you get they reward you for picking underdogs. So if I you, didn't see that. So if you pick the favorite and the favorite wins, you only get a point. If you pick oh, the, I, I wonder what that yeah. was all about. So if you pick Colorado and Colorado wins, you get a point. But if you pick the underdog and they win, you get four points. So you got to still pick who you think is going to win, yeah. but they're rewarding so, you for picking underdogs. BetRegal.ca. And my bracket had Calgary, Florida. And it, it's part of the reason why I don't bet. I mm. might have some addictive qualities. Yes. Right? <laughs> but I'm sitting there going, fingering, finger, <laughs> not fingering, finger hovering over the teams yeah right and i'm like heart head heart head heart head it's all it's the betting thing and for years i've always had the rule i don't bet on my own team same 
Same. You won't bet on the, well, in this way, you did. You picked the Toronto Calgary Stanley. You didn't put money on it, though. No, I, yeah. I, for free. And then I picked Calgary to win the thing. I, did, I just did. I, I want to see an all Canadian final. And the only way we can do that is if Toronto's in it and Edmonton or Calgary's in on the other side. I would love to see that because we're going to be around these places. And wow. Last minute of play. Last minute of play in hour one. Well, you see, with the. Sorry, hour two. With the Calgary or Edmonton jerseys over your shoulder, and they're playing on staggered nights, we will now be able to, depending on who wins, shift those jerseys around. Yeah, I wondered. You know, Oiler game day, but, you know, Flames tomorrow. That's what I mean. Yeah, right, We'll see if Edmonton wins or not. Exactly. How bad do you want to be featured on the RP show set? <laughs> exactly. Tomorrow, right here. Oh, where can you get the pool info? Tacona, thank you in Winnipeg. They put the link in the uh, yeah. texture. BetRegal.ca, you'll find it. We want you to sign up for our pool, too, at officepools.com. It's free to play. Yeah, Just sign up, create an account, and search for RP Show, and you can play. Tomorrow, Reggie Begleton, Green Bay Packers alum and current receiver of the Calgary Stampeders. That's tomorrow noon Eastern right here at BetRegal. Enjoy the games, everybody. You screwed up, Clark! What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.